Minimalism is the movement that encourages you to live with less. Less stuff, less possessions, less clutter, and find more joy and more time to focus on what matters. So what is minimalish? It's the grace-filled way of doing the same thing. Sustainable, realistic minimalism that actually makes sense for your life. The Minimalish Podcast is here to help you make life lighter realistically. I'm your host, Desiree, and my passion is to help you create room for what matters to you by cutting the clutter and excess stuff in your home and your life. It's not just about decluttering and having a tidy home, but about how having less stuff will give you more time and more space to focus on creating the life you actually want to live. We'll talk about topics of minimalism, motherhood, simple, intentional living, and everything in between here on the show each week. Let's walk towards simple together. Hey friend, just popping in before this episode starts to let you know that this episode looks a little different than the more recent episodes of Minimalish. In the beginning, my husband and I started this podcast together as the Minimalist Family Podcast, and it's gone through a few changes along the way. I kept these episodes here because I still believe they are really foundational to explain the minimalism journey my family and I have been on, and they align with what Minimalish is all about. It's also pretty fun to have these early episodes on here where my husband and I are both sharing our thoughts on minimalism because, as his wife, his opinions and views on the topic are important to me. All right, that's enough explanation for me. Let's get to the episode. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Minimalist Family Podcast. This is our first episode, so this is exciting. And if you're listening, thanks for listening. Um, Thanks for joining us on this very first episode. So today we are going to talk about who we are, who are these people you're listening to, and a little bit about our story about minimalism and why it's come into our life and just how it's become a part of us and why that's important to us. But first, I'm Desiree. I'm her husband, Nick. And we have been married a little bit over four years. We have a daughter, Gemma. She's almost 11 months. She's our little peach. That's her nickname, Peach. And we have a dog, Hemi. He's a golden noodle. He's laying right next to us right now. So hopefully he doesn't make too much background noise for you. True. That might be hard for him to do. So that's who we are as a family. But who are we individually? What do we do during our days? Well, besides being a father and a husband, I'm a teacher. I'm an elementary PE teacher. I'm a coach. Whenever I do have free time, I'm a physical activity enthusiast. I love uh, exercising, getting outdoors, especially with my family, doing stuff that's fun. And on top of that, I'm a minimalist. And I used to be a teacher, but now I am going to be staying at home with Gemma. So I'm so excited about that. Um, I got to dive into that a little bit last year as I taught part-time. But this year I'll be home with her full-time. I'm also a blogger and a hand-lettering artist. And I'm a minimalist. Okay, so now that you know a little bit about us, let's talk about why in the world are we starting a podcast? Because... That's a good question. I kind of love podcasts. I don't know about you. No, I really like them too. But it was a little funny when you asked me, I think it was just two days ago, if we should do a podcast. And I said, sure, if you want to do a podcast, go ahead. You do the work and I'll show show up and talk with you. And here we are just a few days later with microphones, with little to no prep work, just winging it. Okay, I think I asked you about a week ago because I did make a website and everything and that took some time, but... When I have an idea, I kind of do go all in. 
But anyways, the reason we really decided to start a podcast or kind of how this idea came about was I was listening to a podcast one day and I just thought to myself, this would be fun, but I don't want to do it by myself. I kind of feel awkward just having a monologue. Um, and then I thought, why not? Why not ask Nick? It would be something fun to do as husband and wife, um, something fun to do together. Most of our time is spent with Gemma. So, and like together and with Gemma. So we would have yeah, to get It's important to bring up too, because we really try to put out there and have it focused that we are a team. So we try to be unified and, you know, what we believe and, and what we practice in our home. So doing this together, I think it's a good insight uh, into how we partner together to bring about change of owning less and valuing what we have and how we do it together. So today we're going to talk about our story and how we got started with minimalism, how we discovered it, and what it has done for us, just kind of our immediate benefits from minimalism. But before we do that, we want to define minimalism because we assume that most people listening to this podcast might know a little bit about what minimalism minimalism is, but we want to talk about our own specific definition. So Nick, what is minimalism to you? What's your definition? To me, it's working to own less to then have time for the things that you really enjoy and the people that you really enjoy being around. Simply put. Yeah. And I would agree with that. I kind of go with the mantra of less stuff, more joy. That's kind of my thoughts around minimalism, that having stuff takes up your time. Um, you can think about it like that. Like think about how, you know, you have to keep up with your house. So the more stuff that you have, the more you have to keep up with. And I never really thought about it like that before, but if you have more dishes, say you have like five sets of dishes, then most likely your family is going to just continually go through all of those sets of dishes. And then you're going to end up having a pile of a pile of dishes in your sink, plus the clean or dirty dishes, whatever, that are in your dishwasher. So therefore, it takes you more time. And that's kind of the situation we were in. Now we only keep like four of each size of dish in our cupboard, and we easily go through those very fast. But that just means we have to run the dishwasher more. We have to, um, and that we have to clean our dishes by hand more. And that sounds like it would take up more time, but it actually doesn't at all because it's just less piles up. And that's in every area of your house. If you have more stuff, more piles up, takes up more of your time. So, and then the more joy part is that whenever you have less stuff and it's taking up less of your time, then you are able to spend time on the things that you love, spend time with the people that you love and do more things that make you a joyful, a more joyful person. So less stuff, more joy? Yeah. I like it. <laughs> so now that we talked about what minimalism is to us, let's talk about how we discovered it. I remember the day uh, that I guess we discovered it. I was coming in that afternoon from coaching that morning and I walked in the house and Desiree had on the minimalism documentary that was on Netflix. And I walked in and she immediately turned to me and told me, you have to sit down and watch this with me. Okay, so Nick was, Nick was gone for most of the day. So I was with Gemma and I was just kind of at that point in the day where I needed something on in the background. I needed something to kind of put my attention on as well as Gemma. But um, so I put on the minimalist documentary. I thought it looked good because it said something like, 
a documentary about the things that matter. And that sounded interesting to me. Uh, so I put it on, and as soon as I started to watch it, I realized that Nick was probably going to like this too. And he walked in the door not long after I started it. We paused it. We watched it once Gemma went down for bed. Um, and we were both really enticed by the stories. And right away, I kind of said to Nick, should we be minimalist after it was over? And he was all in, of course, because this is just kind of the lifestyle I think he's always wanted to live, but now there was a word for it. Um, and the documentary really showed me these stories of these people that seemed like, you know, they were living differently, much differently than I'd ever seen, um, you know, in my own, in the people that I've come across in life and just the people I've been around. And it looked like a great way to live. So we started right away. And luckily it was our spring break just a couple of days later. And we were able, cause we're both te we were both teachers at the time. And we were able to take that entire week to really overhaul our possessions. And that's what we did. Um, we started in the with the kitchen pantry and we went on from there. And we were able to get almost our whole house done in one week. So since then, we've a lot has happened in our lives. Um, and even though it hasn't been that long, we have moved houses and we've moved states and we've now moved to a smaller house so we've even taken our possessions you know and pared them down even more so nick how do you think minimalism has like immediately benefited your life the immediate day-to-day -day benefit that i see the most is whenever i do come home from work i have less of that feeling and urge to to constantly do to move around the house and do house chores and housework simply because there's not as much to do. Or if there is, I know it's not going to take as much time. So that to me is really benefiting and rewarding because then I can spend the time at home doing the things that I enjoy doing, whether it's getting out and exercising or spending time with uh, Gemma and playing before dinner and bedtime. Those are the things that really uh, you know, bring me joy and I have a lot more time to do that. I don't feel that pressure on my shoulders to look around and see, oh, you know, see what needs folded, to see what dishes need done. Uh, it's definitely far less uh, work for me uh, day to day, which brings a ton of benefit. Yeah, and I think for me, the major benefit has been mentally. Um, I have always been a very anxious person. I've always been kind of a like my mind has always been cluttered I would say as well as my living space just that's just been my life um, and I never really put the two together even though Nick has said to me many a times that he feels like a cluttered space makes his like makes him not be able to think straight it's true I never really put that together like that would be my problem too I always thought that you know, a cluttered space is just a space that I can totally happily live in. And um, I never really wanted to change that. But now that I have, I realize that that was totally affecting me. And my brain now is just, you know, so I can just, I can think straighter, I can focus more. I feel like I've been able to take on a lot more creative projects um, and just have time to do things that I enjoy. Like when Gemma, I stay home with Gemma, like I said earlier in this episode, and when Gemma goes down for a nap, I'm able to sit down and, you know, I do work from home, but I'm also able to focus my attention on projects. My home, our home is not as hard to manage. And, and if the space is cluttered, it doesn't take me long 
to just pick up what's there and get it back to a very peaceful and productive space. So that's been huge for me. And my anxiety level has gone down tremendously um, because I, I don't feel like things are piling up literally and figuratively like in my life, things are just not piling up as much. I also want to point out too, actively thinking about, you know, inputting those practices of being minimalist day to day, I think empowers, at least it, I, I felt empowered when you see, you know, ads a lot, or even the things that you like, you see time to time pop up in your email box or online ads, you know, ads coming from all over. And then it helps you filter out like, no, I, I really don't need, like, I love t-shirts, right? Who does, what American doesn't love t-shirts? Uh, you get a t-shirt from every little thing you do. It's a little memory token of an event or a place you've been to uh, or any little hobby you like. But something as simple as that for me, it's like, no, I really don't need this, you know, clothing item. I don't, I don't, I don't need that. And so it kind of helps me filter out what I'm taking in seeing ad wise. Yeah. I think in practice, it's great like that because anytime I would go to the store before, if I would find just like, for example, the target dollar spot. And I know that pretty much most people know that that's like the place where you buy it, where you get junk. Like you can go through the tar target dollar spot and get this really cute thing for $3, but essentially it's probably some, some level of junk. It's going to fall apart. And I would accumulate stuff like that because it's cute. It could fit somewhere in, in our home. I'm sure that's what I would tell myself. Um, or I would just buy things because there was a sale where now I think about it so much more. I'm not saying that I don't buy things because I, I definitely still do. I bring things into our home, but when I do, I think about it to the point where it feels like if I'm going to bring this into my home, it is going to have a purpose and I'm going to use it. And if it doesn't, then I have to reflect on that and realize like, okay, this was a mistake to buy this. And that now we're actually going to filter it out of our home. So it's an ongoing process. It's something that we have to continue thinking about daily. And it's not like a burden. It's something that is joyful. It's something that we think about because it's important to us. And we want to make sure that you know, this is a lifestyle we want to live. So, you know, when things do start to pile up around here, we have to kind of filter through it. And, um, and it's a really good practice. I feel like that's something that everyone should do. Everyone should go through their things, you know, periodically. We try to, we've tried to set this up to do this at least once a month and, you know, take a donation, um, to Goodwill. All right. So that was, kind of all we wanted to cover in this first episode. We hope that you got to know a little bit about who we are, about what minimalism has done for us. Um, we wanted to keep it short and simple because we just wanted to kind of introduce you to us, to minimalism and what it is to us. And what we're going to be talking about on this podcast kind of is going to revolve around that in general. Um, in the upcoming episodes, we're going to talk about how we downsized and you know, how you can live in really any home well as a minimalist. And also we'll talk about, you know, getting started with minimalism. We'll talk about minimalism with a baby. Um, and we'll have some guests on to, to talk about different perspectives on minimalism with families. So that's a little bit of who we are. And we hope you continue to listen each week along with us. 
This has been an episode of the Minimalist Family Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And if you're loving the podcast, leave us a review on iTunes. It will definitely help us get the word out and help other people discover our podcast. Even better, go ahead and share this with a friend that you know will love it too. We hope to see you back here next week. Until then, cheers to living with less stuff and more joy. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.